Hey, welcome back to Opinionated Creators, where we talk nothing but nerd talk and right now, uh, film analysis. As you know, every Tuesday we come out with a video analyzing Marvel films. Uh, this video is going to be over Black Panther. Um, so, welcome back, brother. Welcome back. How, how was your day? I can't complain. Like I always say, same shit, different toilet. Yeah, I feel it. So uh, to start this conversation off, I wanted to do it a bit different. Um, I want your opinion. What did you think of Black Panther? You like the film, hate the film, in between? I like it. I mean, I like the A because I'm a huge Black Panther fan. I've always have been. Um... There's probably people, you know, like because of the culture impact. Why can't you say that? Because we had other black superhero movies out there before Black Panther. Yeah. That, that I like Blade. Yeah, like Blade or like Spawn. It's cool because it's the first black hero of royalty. I think the most and in a whole country about black people. That's what I'm saying. I think that's what people want to jump to, which is all fine and dandy. I, like, I'm okay with that. But you gotta call it Space Space. Yeah. But aside from that, I thought it was a very beautiful movie. Um, the set dressing, the costume design, the music, everything about the movie, the whole night was fantastic to me. Yeah, and I know we had talked um, about the final, because uh, I had watched this uh, VFX breakdown of the final. Uh, Battle, and you, you love, love the final, final, final fight scene. Oh, I, I mean, like, I like the fight scene. I, I love the final fight scene. I didn't have a problem. I know some people were saying that it was too dark and all this and that. Yeah, yeah, I know. In, I didn't have a problem with it. In, 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 in relation, you know, that's, that's been a, a, I guess, a complaint uh, across not just Black Panther, but just all of Marvel's uh, films, how the color grade there. Um, the films or the color uh, set decisions that they make sometimes conflict with one another. Um, like, uh, I believe I've seen one video, you may have seen it also on YouTube, where it's basically saying that Marvel uses the same color grading system for like all the films. Which I, I don't know about cinematography enough to really say, oh, yeah, they're right. Or, or no, I don't, I don't really think so. Like, like I said, I, I'm a writer and a 3D sculptor. That's, that's where, where I excel at. Speaking of, I wanted to start off today's conversation um, focusing on uh, the first talking point. Vengeance versus rule of law. Um, I think Black Panther in, in this film really sets up uh, the parallels versus... Uh, being driven by vengeance, where we have a filmmaker, the main antagonist of the film, being driven by uh, Wakanda's betrayal of his father, and and the persecutions that he's seen of what it's like to be black in America. You know, for the impoverished. Um, versus rule of law, um, where in Wakanda it's it's about law before anything. Um, it's it's about family. And one of the reasons why I wrote down this uh, this point is because it's the foundation to the ba the basis of both arguments, the antagonist's argument 
and the, the, the protagonist is not in it. Which, Which this is also the first, first film, film in where the antagonist actually has an agreeable uh, argument. Um, I think this, this film does what, what this film does great uh, is uh, it, it, it shines on real life uh, problems within the black community. Um, and not only does it shine on that, but when uh, it answers the question. Because you look at Wakanda, and the reality of Wakanda is it's an African country that is literally at least a hundred years more advanced than every other country on the planet. Yeah. A country full of black people who allow the rest of the world to struggle because they know that the quest of vibranium and what vibranium can do can corrupt. And that is that is Wakanda's ultimate argument. We are keeping all the vibranium to ourselves. Well, yeah, I think vibranium is like the literal standard for power. The question, because you know, like yeah, the vibranium, obviously, to gain more power, to gain more wealth, and whatever stuff like that. So, yeah, I agree with you. Like, yeah, they're they're definitely keeping it. Obviously, keeping it for themselves. To, to kind of keep that out of evil doors hands. Yeah, stuff. and it's like if you look at uh, where we come, like the where we've been up to this point in the MCU. This country didn't. We didn't know that this country existed. I mean, outside of fans and comic book readers, we knew. Yeah, Wakanda is is a living, thriving city and is in isolation. We as fans know that, but as everyday movie go, we don't. So it's like one of the things that I really enjoy about uh, the beginning or this film period is that it it sets the rules and it understands that. We've never, never seen Wakanda. Wakanda. So, so it sets the, 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 the rules to where Wakanda came from, why Wakanda has not been, like, you know, active, and why the world doesn't know of Wakanda, and why S.H.I.E.L.D. has a blip in Africa, in Iron Man 2. Because like, nobody really knows if that was Wakanda at a glimpse, unless you like, pause the video and actually look at it, um, or uh, you had Eagle Vision as a fan. So, so it's like it's one of the things that I think is always important to remember is, is something that I brought up in a previous video. Your, your audience is not the the writer director Ryan Coogler takes advantage of of others, and he knows that the audience doesn't know, and he answers the question: Well, why hasn't Wakanda actually like been around the world, and like why haven't we heard Wakanda up until now? Mm-hmm. And, and he answers that, and it's because of vibranium. They chose the same seclusion because of vibranium. And it, and it, it ultimately calls back to the ultimate right that Tomonger has with, uh, you know, with Wakanda and its king. Specifically, the king, who I'm sure he is well aware of recently died. But, I, you know, looking back at uh, Civil War, when these events were happening, because the events of Black Panther happened moments after, like, you know, Civil War, like after T'Challa's... Yeah, uh, a week after. Um, and, and it's, 
it becomes abundantly clear <laughs> that <laughs> Killmonger is planning on doing this to T'Challa. And this plan and this crew that he was planning was initially, you know, planned for T'Challa, not T'Challa. And, and it just so happened to work with T'Challa. It shows how smart Eric Killmonger is as a villain. Because he had this plan for T'Challa and then he altered it to then challenge his son for the throne and then take Wakanda for himself and try and essentially, I would argue, world domination. Um, even if it is through a human... Uh, I don't even want to say human. Even though it's through the lens of a victim trying to do right and he has good intention. His intention is then corrupted because his solution to it is to eradicate the problem as opposed to solving it. One of the the, the next point that I have for this film um, is there's more than one way to actually portray leadership. And this film shows the complexities of leadership. Take Captain America, for example, a leader. And we know he's a leader. Watching all this film, he leads. And we see that. But there's no confliction until it becomes, well, do I go against my government? Or do I stand for what's right? And he decides to be, to stop being Captain America and, and start, this is a point I'm going to bring back up later in the video. But, but there, there's, there's a point in Captain America's story where he stops being Captain America and starts being Captain Humanitarian. And it's about all human life, which I respect totally. It, it's, it's very... He calls Tony a futurist, but that mindset is very futurist. In, in the aspects that almost every human being on the planet thinks about the other country, not about every other being on the planet or every other life on the planet. People are naturally selfish and it comes to show Captain America's character how unselfish she is. Um, but for Black Panther, we see a different form of leadership. Um, a leadership by blood, by obligation, and instead of leading a team or a small team or being part of our government, we see the government. For all intents and purposes, Black Panther is his government. He has the backing of his people, whether his people like it or not. And, and it's like having, having that, it, it shows a whole different dynamic. We've never seen a story about a king before. And, and now we get to learn the different complexities of what it's like leading this, this uh, new country. Um, and, and it's like one of the one of the things that this film does a lot is debating philosophy, and this is something that I think is good in in any film. And the philosophy in this film was on the black community. Uh, now there are far other philosophies. Like, you know, to focus on. Um, there's many abundance, and this is where your research, I think, comes in. Um, you need to know the argument that you're arguing from both sides because you want both sides to be believable. 
Iron Black Panther sold more because his villain was compelling. Right. Including T'Challa. Like, yes, T'Challa was compelling, but so was Killmonger. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, like people went to go rewatch the film because of that. Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie, like, it's, it's rare for, for me, at least. I can't speak about everybody else, but it's rare for me to actually sit down in a stereotypical hero movie and side with the villain. Because this movie was actually one of the first movies where I went, you know what? If I was in this, if I was in this world, if I was in this position as Killmonger, not that I'd probably go about it the same exact way. Just, just because of the circumstances that he was put in and stuff like that, you know what I mean? The, 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 the outcome of how his life turned out to be, mm-hmm. you know, his father being killed by his uncle, him being essentially having this beautiful place, you know, and, and heritage taken from him because of something that his, his dad did, you know what I mean? And something so selfish that his uncle participated in, you know, by killing his dad and, and leaving him on the streets of Oakland, you know, just to survive on his own. Yeah. So it's like, damn, like, I probably would have done the same thing if I had to train him and to back it up. Yeah. I mean, he was ultimately stabbed in the back by his family and, and left behind. Uh, and a Technically, it wasn't a foreign country for him. He was born there. He grew up there. Yeah, but it's not his home country, and he was aware of this. He knows his heritage, and in the, the, this is this is something that he uses to his advantage because Wakanda doesn't know him. Exactly. And T'Chaka knew that he had a nephew and left him there. But T'Chaka didn't think that his nephew would gain the training and receive vengeance. Yeah. To his, like, and you know, the scene between uh, T'Challa and his father in, in, what was it? I don't want to call it Soul World, but. No, it was, um, no, they have an actual name for it. Yeah. The, the, Something like, like, like it's something reminiscent of the kings. Like it's like it's all yes, where all the past kings uh, of of Bast essentially that had, that held the power of Bast, uh, their their the panther god. Uh, they all are able to convene in the afterlife, seek counsel from one another. Yeah, and I think that's a. Uh, a phenomenal, and this is like where the original writers of Black Panther were very great and in the, the, the makeup of the character because they gave him abilities and abilities over time were written in to help build the universe. And for the MCU, they're able to take the best of what they learned from the comics. And apply those to the movies. And in this case, they're they're using his ability basically as King of the Dead to to have heart to heart and and actually do something that is the hardest thing for most men to do to their fathers, and that's question them. And, and say you were wrong. Well, well not, 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 not an aspect. Children to their parents. Right? Yeah. 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 There's that. There's that. Thank you for even, even widening that. 
Yeah. yeah so, so and, 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 and I, I I can't say that I've been in those shoes because you know me. I question the hell out of my dad. I question the hell out of my parents, my parents, my gra- my grandma, all of it because I'm just I'm just questionable. Yeah. You know, if I see you doing something wrong. Whether, Whether you're my parent or not, you raise me or not, you're my peer or, or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm going to call you out on it. Even though calling yourself questionable is the right word. Calling yourself questionable is not the right word. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just like, like I'm going to I'm I'm call, call you out on that bullshit. You know, you can be my daddy's shit or whatever, and all the live long day, whatever the case may be. But I'm still going to call you out and be like, hey, that was fucking wrong. You know what you did was wrong. Yeah, you need to and, that. and for most people, that that's extremely difficult. And this this is and you can see his challenge challenge with that the tears in in Chadwick like performance was phenomenal because it, it really without saying I'm 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 disappointed or without it was relayed visually. You can see it in his on his face in his eyes. Hearing his, his voice, voice that, that he was just utterly disappointed. Yeah, you know because he's like, "You're fucked up. You're you bullshit. need to be better than that." Yeah, and and and, and, and I'm all this stuff that you've done in your past that's grimy is coming to light and it's blowing back on me. Yeah, and now I got to deal with the ramifications. Yeah, you know, and I'm not gonna make it sound selfish because it's not in my eyes. It's not selfish. Like if my if I found out that my dad my dad did X Y and Z. You know, he unfortunately passed away, and then I gotta, I gotta, you know, deal with the ramifications. I gotta deal with the blowback. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, what's up? You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know that's that's one of the biggest uh, pros to this film, and one of the things uh, to take note of is no story is a good story without relatability, and it's like. The Hulk is relatable because there's always a person out there who struggles with anger management. Tony Stark is relatable because everyone has a fear and tries their best way to cope with it. Yeah. And it's like everyone has an ego just like Thor and it always is their their downfall. And, And it's like these these aspects of relatability is what makes Marvel movies enjoyable to watch despite them being about superheroes versus some other companies who take superhero films and they're like, okay, this needs to be a CGI spectacle. This film needs to look beautiful. And it's not about that. It's it's about sticking to character and, and letting the character drive the story. Yes, you should have plot points for the story on where your character will get challenged, but then the question that a, a good writer always asks on themselves is, well, if this character is in this situation, how would they react? What would they honestly do based off of their character traits? And, and that's where writing comes in and you have to really get into character when you're writing because getting into character when you're writing, you're then able to be like, well, if I was this person in this situation, and this is like, you know, my characteristics, I do this, yeah, and that's and what I'm makes it. I'll go about it this way. Yeah, yeah. If, if I had I this skill set and I was able to do it like this, I'll be, I'll go it like this. And that's where you get in, and you, you get the, 
the smart characters or the the intuitive solutions to you know the problems. Like at the end of um, Black Panther, where he said, um, where he decides to have Wakanda come out, so that something like this does not happen again. And it, and it makes complete sense. Um, another, like you know, point that like you know really drives at this film is something that you said earlier is that both the the like you know the arguments are relatable. You agree to kill Marvel argument, and and that's what also drives the film. Not sometimes, yes, you in order to build foundations. You need a two-dimensional character like a villain, a two-dimensional villain to help your your main character. But that should never be two-dimensional. In, in truth, it should never be two-dimensional. If it's going to be two-dimensional, it's best that it's a creature. And if not, kill it. Because having a two-dimensional character exist in the universe is, and, and having them in the story is pointless. And it's like, like that's, that's why I take the, the Marvel the Marvel Netflix shows. Their villains aren't two dimensional. And, and their villains almost always go to jail. Yeah. And there's reasons for that. It's because you keep complex characters. Yeah, at least most of them. Like, I villains are the only ones that, to my knowledge, that actually, like, die. Yeah. And... But it's like, I just doesn't really have a huge role gallery to begin with. Just a hand, but you gotta realize the hand ain't going to jail. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, either have an organization with a plentiful of devoted followers to go at your foe and have that organization be what challenges your foe morally. Uh, psychologically and it's like one of the, the great things about like you know powerhouses is you challenge them psychologically Black Panther is a powerhouse when, when you when he has that, that suit and the fact that his suit is, is like nanotech with the vibranium it, 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 change, it changes him into a whole nother caliber because it's like nanotech fiber it's like not even nanotech like metal, like yeah, it's, it's like the fiber, like actual cloth. Yeah, it's you know, nanotech vibranium cloth, synthetic cloth. We like, you know, like yeah, and, and that changes the whole dynamic of the powerhouse. So you challenge him morally and, and psychologically, and and Killmonger does that in every other caliber. Because the funny thing about the two characters is that they're two pieces of pot. Yeah. They're, they're, they're two sides of the, of the same coin, just like Batman and Joker. And it's like, you, you really want to show parallels with your villain to your protagonist because showing that parallel shows another dynamic to your character. It shows who your character truly is and how they solve a solution versus any average person and what an average person would do. We're seeing this film because they're special. We're, we're, we're reading this book or comic because it's special. So the decisions that they make have to be. Yeah. Um, but uh, the last thing I want to go over briefly, um, in the first Captain America, we see 
Steve Rogers pick up his iconic shade for the first time. Pretty before it's painted. Before it's painted, before like like the first painted before it's painted with the the straps, the iconic arm straps, and all that other stuff. But uh huh. Um. My point being is they introduced the shield, which was made out of Alabama. And for years, the everyday New Google did not know what the hell Vibranium was outside of Captain America's shield until Wakanda. And this is the, this is the also huge benefit that this film did is because this is a, this country houses this rare metal. You, you, you learn, learn more, more about, about it by learning more about Black Panther. And you learn more about what it's capable of by learning about more about Black Panther. And in and, and that in itself, introducing characters that are integral to your, to the foundations to your universe, that's how you build it. That's how you build your universe. You have characters that have unique aspects to, to them in this universe so that your fans are seeing something new for the first time. And, and it, it expands the knowledge of like, you know, what they, they know is it. You don't put it all on one like film. And if you put some of it in it, you put a very, very little bit, just like that kind of shit. But yeah, that's the last thing I wanted to bring up. Anything like that? Um, one, one, one thing, one quote, it's, it's a line quote, however you want to say. Um, actually, two. One we share at the end of the embassy where he goes, uh, in times of crisis, wise men build bridges. And, oh, yeah. My yeah, favorite and, line. Uh, foolish men build walls. Yeah. yeah obvious not at our idiot in the office. Yeah. yeah. But, but aside, aside from that, it's still a powerful ass quote. Yes. You know what I mean? Because it, it's, it's, it's a very, it, it's, it's so powerful in, in the sense of what I want to say. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, I bring that up first because earlier in the film, it, it by, by this quote that takes place that at, at the end, you can tell how far uh, uh, T'Challa's character, yeah, of this movie, movie because in the beginning, you know, he's, he's having the debate with Killmonger in the uh, in the conference room with the elder, and he goes, "You're taking care of these something along the lines of you're taking care of these people here while the rest of the world is burning or it's on fire or something like that." Mm-hmm. And then T'Challa goes, "Yes, but I'm not the king of the rest of the world. I'm the king of Wakanda." Yes, so it's like. He was so narrow-minded and just like holds off setting his, his father's ways and mm-hmm. grandfather's ways, really. And he had to endure and suffer all the events after that to finally come to the to the conclusion of, yep. well, you know what, my cousin was actually right in his weird, twisted way. I'm so focused on my people when the rest of the world, not only black people, but just the world in general, can benefit yes. from what we have. Yes, yes. You know, we can lead by example. Exactly. And, and that, that really rings true to how people, uh, I think, or at least how I like to live my life, um, is lead by, like, live by example. Yeah. Like, don't, don't preach, just do. Just do, exactly. And, and it's like, there's a, there's a huge difference between the doers and the talkers. The talkers follow. 
the dudes create, they invent. Exactly. They 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 the pathways. They you know they yeah. do what those people of that caliber are known to do. Yeah, which is to create, to advance, to inspire, to to lead, to you know do groundbreaking things. Yeah. So, and that's another reason why I love the Black Panther so much. You know, just the hidden lessons within it all. Yeah, it was super, super, super late. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah thanks, thanks again, bro. Oh, always, of course. Uh, don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe for more content like this. 